3: Game, bang, man, used to trip, trip, trip. Now I ride for the.
4: every one of you for tuning in, whether you are calling in, you're joining us on our live, what's up to everybody on our live, and we appreciate you guys for tuning in with us. We have a really, really hot show with some really, really hot guests, so share, 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 and get comfy. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce our co-host this evening. Um, We have a special guest. You all actually know her very well. But uh, she is joining us as herself on this evening. <laughs> um, this is, uh, we are usually graced with her love and wisdom as Mother Maybelline, but we know her very well as Latasha Featherstone. Um, if you are a Scoop Radio uh, member, I mean, a Scoop Group member, you know all about Latasha. So, welcome to the show, Sugar. How are you?
1: Hey, girl, I'm good. You always just make me smile when you introduce people. Like, I don't care what kind of day you're having. I could be having a rough day, but my cheeks just get so big, they're all in my eyes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> What's, yeah, <that's> up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's up? What's <laughs> up, Scoop Nation and School Radio Show? I'm so excited to be here tonight, filling in for my sister from another mister, Miss Kelly yes. after out there having Kales a good time. Is our best
4: life, y'all. Kales is out living Yes. Our best place. Okay. He's yes. Great. <laughs> And my hey. um, well, I'm, and I'm without, glad to
1: be here tonight I can't feel in her energy But I'm just going to add a little sprinkle of something So we have
4: a good time Man, I've been following her and Keisha's live, Lord <laughs> Those two together are hilarity Those Did you see the eyelashes?
1: I'm still trying to get the GoFundMe yeah. account for the eyelashes <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, that was funny That was funny <laughs> Oh man. All right, so you know I can't introduce the show without bringing on our very own Panda. Panda, Panda, Panda. You know, I'm not going to say, I'll give you a little thing. <laughs> what's up? What's going on? I am well. How you doing, Wim?
3: I am well. Doing well. Ready to get into this good show tonight. And what's up to everybody sure. who's on our lives? Y'all put your questions in your comments. We got a good show tonight. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm glad to have Tasha with us tonight. So okay. we're going to get into it. Good show. we got a good show tonight. Yep. Yeah. All
4: right. So without uh, wasting any more of our good, good time so we can get on into it, When? what do we have for the news on this evening?
6: Well,
3: so in the news, uh, we're going to start with um, the worst pizza in the world. Uh, Papa John's founder, so for those who don't know, last week, uh, founder, The founder of Papa John, Mr. John Shatner, was asked to resign, being the head of the board um, of his company, of the company that he founded, Papa John's Pizza, which, again, is probably some of the worst pizza in the world. But this week, or as of Saturday, Mr. Shatner, who owns still owns 29% of the company, says that he is not going away quietly. So he says that the reason... That he believes that the reason he was asked to resign from Papa John's, uh, being the head of the board, um, did not was not in line with company policy, and he is asking it to be reviewed. He's saying that what he said was that he did not want to work that uh, with Kanye West because Kanye uses the N word in his music, and uh, uh, that he did not make any racist comments in his um, in his in, in, in this statement that was made to an outside advertising agency, so he wants to have this look at. He's hired a lawyer, um, and that he wants to he wants to fight this. Now, mind you, he he would resign as being the head of the board, but as of now, he's still on the board, and once again, he still owns approximately 29% of Papa John's. But he says that he built it; he's not going away. So. It says the story says that Shatner doubled down on claims he made during a television interview Friday, in which he said media consultant Laundry Services Service tried to blackmail the pizza chain for six million dollars to be quiet about his use of the N word during a May conference call. He sent the letter in advance of an emergency board meeting Sunday, defending himself and criticizing the board for forcing his resignation as chairman before conducting a full investigation into a Forbes article published Wednesday that detailed his use of the racial slur. So he's saying that they didn't check, they didn't fact check, they didn't find out anything. They just told him to resign. And so he's going to fight it because he did not use a racial slur. He says, he's saying, that he just said he didn't want to work with Kanye West because Kanye uses that word. So what are your thoughts, Q? So...
5: Mm.
4: No. <laughs> My thoughts are probably unpopular um, on this. I honestly think this was blown out of proportion. Now, I okay. admit that I was not totally in the loop around the Super Bowl time as, to, as far as why we originally hate this guy. <laughs> because whenever he's brought up now, we're just like, oh, insert super I roll, and we don't want to hear nothing he got to say. So this, actually yeah. people weren't really shocked at this when this started to go around. But when I read the details of this particular instance, um, time before this part was, before he came out and spoke about it, I thought there was more to this because it seemed extremely out of place for him to just be throwing that word around with the few words that we got as far as what context were. So um, from being, from my business perspective, I thought there was more to it, and I thought we were being a little bit much. Um, after hearing mm-hmm. what he thought or what, what his thoughts were, um, I think he might have a legal leg to stand on as far as him being you know the board and all that and how it's set up. Um, he mm-hmm. could be very right, and uh, we are making very rash decisions. People are resigning before the news hits the, the thing good, trying to save face, but I, I think what a lot of these people are realizing, your resignation does not save the face that it's used to the companies are still going, they're still being under the fire, they're still losing business, they're still losing money, it's still tarnishing the name. So with that being said, if we're going to go through the fire anyway, I would, if I'm going to go through the fire, i might as well go through the fire and then possibly come out with a little coinage on the end. Since companies are still bouncing back and living and doing what they do, I'm going to do what I got to do legally. So, you know, however we may feel about it, as far as brown people are concerned if 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 he's got a legal leg to stand on this might we might this might not be the last we see of old papa, <laughs> no matter how we feel about his so, pizza, we he still might be sitting at the head of that
3: board so. Yep. Okay. What, you think, uh, what you think Tasha?
1: i uh man, we are really in the land, and i'm not i'm not Again, this may not be um, may not be the popular thing to say, but we are most certainly living in the land of super sensitivity right now. So it's almost nothing you can say or do that, mm-hmm. that that can't come across as something. So my first thinking always when I hear these kind of stories are what's the real background story on it? Because right now we're just real quick to, I mean, it's just easy to get caught up in the whole feeling of racial tension that's going on right now. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm more curious to know what do other people on that conference call say in regards to the statements that he made and I don't I don't know if they've got like a definite you know, if it was a recorded call or if anybody recorded the meeting. If he's making a comment about, hey, I don't wanna maybe use Kanye West because he's talking about this slavery and whatever else and kinda got this thing going, maybe he's quoted him in the context using that word. See, that could make it a little bit different for me. Like I'd have to hear the whole thing. You know, um not saying you can justify it, but he very well could have maybe quoted something that somebody says, like, yeah, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so. Because it just seems like if he's been doing business that long, he's probably a little bit more wise than to just pop off and say that in a meeting. Now, the flip side of that is people are a little bit more bold right now. Because the atmosphere, obviously, with number 45, the atmosphere has kind of got us set up where – people that already have that underlying feeling are feeling more comfortable to speak it because he's basically speaking those things out now. Even though we knew they were there, nobody's hiding under that veil anymore. Like right now they can just go ahead and come on out and call you that, you know, and keep it moving, like, you know, whatever. So that's my feeling on that. But I will say this, in regards to the resignation, those resignations are normally forced by the company. What I feel like is if we're really feeling like people are violating, let's just talk about good old basic HR policy, taking the racism and everything else out. There's just certain policies that companies have to adhere to, and I believe that even if you have some sort of ownership, it would seem like there's some clauses in there that you got to – just like I can't go on Facebook with my company shirt with a bottle acting crazy going out representing the company. I'm assuming even at his level, he's got to represent in a certain way like that too, but I would like to see when they find out these things happen, people actually get fired because what you're doing when you're quote-unquote making them resign, you know, if they are guilty – they're still walking away with some comfort, with a nice little package, because you didn't fire him. See, when I fire you, there's certain things I don't have to give you, that I don't have to take yep. care of you. Resignation is still kind of fake. You're pumping us up to make us think you did something by telling him to resign, and on the back end, he's going to still get whatever benefit. But that's just my thoughts on it.
3: So here, here, let me, just for, for contextual sake, and I'll move on. Um, the issue was, and the first issue, the big, big issue, quote unquote, with him was that Um, In this last election, he came out and said, or no, during when Affordable Care came out, he said that if the Affordable Care Act came out, then it would raise the price of pizza, that he'd be forced to fire people. Um, And, yeah, basically Obamacare was a bad thing. That was the first controversial issue that he had. The second was um, he,
0: what did he do? Hold on.
3: Oh, and in that, when they did that, that's what it was. It was several alt-right groups that came out and started supporting him. That's what it was. And so when that happened, then they started trying to basically trying to figure out how they can maybe not um, in, you know, the one quote says that they, they thought that it was that Papa John's was pizza of, was the pizza of choice for the alt-right. So it's really – there is a political part to this. The other problem – but the problem with me is, first of all, the pizza. Actually- I'm sorry,
1: can you repeat that? Just because Q's laughing and I'm rolling on mute. Wait, the Papa John's is the what? Is it the People's Choice of Pizza?
3: What was that? The, the Pizza of Choice for the alt-right. Um, and so... <laughs> Shut and, then he also, right, <laughs> and then he also was one, he was also one that came out and made comment that football player, about the football players kneeling, saying that they shouldn't be doing that. So he's He's in there. Now, from a business standpoint, and then I'm going to move on, I will say that when he retired, when he resigned, the stock price of Papa Jobs was up 12%. I don't know what that means, but, you know, again, <laughs> he still owns 29%. But he, he, still owns 29%. <laughs> yeah. he still owns 29% of the company, so him resigning does not mean he loses his shares. It just means he's not running the company, so. All right, let me move to the next story so we can try I can stay on on task. Second story um, that's going on. I'm gonna say this because I want to get my feel good story in. Feel good story: the first black-owned alkaline water brand becomes the first. It should be black-owned alkaline water becomes the first um, to be sold at Walmart. So Dr. Shayla Creer and Robert McCrae are the founders behind Live Alkaline Water, which is now the first black-owned water brand to be sold in Walmart. Um, with its headquarters based in Jacksonville, Florida, the company uses water that comes from a natural alkaline water spring that McCray's family has owned in North Carolina for more than a hundred years. McCray told First Coast News that his that his aunt once took him out to the spring and said, "You're the blood of your ancestors crying out for you, and you're responsible for this." So they are as of right now in three Walmart in the Jacksonville, Florida area. Um, potentially two more according to their website. But um, big shout out, that's that's dope to be the first Black owned alkaline water company in uh, Walmart. So what are your that thoughts? That really uh, is. is
1: that's awesome. Yeah. Cause you know normally you're hearing about yeah. it being like the first malted liquor or the first barbecue shack or. So I'm actually kind of cool. It's kind of cool to hear that we are in other areas, not that the other ones are bad, but it's nice to hear that we're doing it. But I really like the fact that their family actually owns that spring and everything, that they've maintained that. That's kind of cool. You don't hear that often for us. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
3: K, what you think?
4: I think this is great. I do. Um, especially with the market that they are in. Um with everyone washing a water, everyone getting healthy, everybody, you know, what's in there, this is clutch. And, like, it's just good. This is good all the way around. I think they really need to find a super PR team to push this water everywhere. And Walmart will start to find them. It won't be just three because alkaline water is, like, the thing. I myself have Googled and looked at my local Walmart. For legit alkaline water, when I was, I get my spurts of health stuff. So y'all don't judge, but when I'm feeling healthy so, and I no, want to try it, the alkalines, important. important. That is important, okay. though. And can, yeah, I'm gonna I would buy it. I would buy I'm it.
3: Gonna would it. I'm, would gonna y'all <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna say this. First of all, I'm excited about this for them, but I need to know what spring they getting this from. Out <laughs> first, let me say this: if you if you don't, if you're not in Jacksonville, you can go to their website. They have a website, livealkalinewater.com, that you can buy. But y'all, one gallon of alkaline water costs twenty dollars. I need to know. Oh, Does this water? Does this
5: water,
3: their water their water twenty? This water needs to have some have the the healing that is in Jesus's garment. Yeah, yeah. it
1: is.
3: Well why did, why, wait, no, why why did my whole
5: face why did my whole
3: face change though? Like I want to call somebody. Let me back up. Let me back up. Thirteen bottles love, of twenty four dollars. It says gallon four four gallons. I'm sorry, four gallons of twenty dollars. So that's still five dollars a gallon. I just need to know. Now I'm looking at this article. Is it really? Hold on. Will it, will it make me whole? I need to. I, I need to find this spring so we can make. There's some to, I need healing power in that water, I mean. Me and my cousins have been talking about doing our own bottle of water, and I think I found I found me a new business because if I can charge five dollars mm. for some water,
1: you could drop a few drops on a cloth and just pray and pray on the healing wimp. And I'm gonna pray
3: over it too. Water Say prayer cloths? <laughs> Shut
4: great value is cheaper. My thoughts on that is all of the water is cheaper than that. <laughs> like that is child, This water
1: is heal. This water is healing people. Somebody coming back and getting clear mammogram Ooh. results. The
4: edges I are mean, growing back. Yes. I mean,
1: <laughs> my father- Girl, watch I mean, when you rinse my hair, Q, Just rinse it with the alkaline so my edges get strong.
5: <laughs> right. Put <laughs> edges, okay? Edges
1: are like. Lord. I only put alkaline <laughs> on my edges. Only alkaline <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> for twenty dollars. Don't, bet, don't bet, yeah, no, what? no, nobody better not touch my alkaline, y'all. <laughs> no, i at that. Look, Patrice
3: said that We ordered some a while back, but I promise you, it cleaned my insides out. I felt so good. <laughs> Listen, for twenty, for twenty dollars. It needs to do that. It, it better clean to you to be out and your credit. Listen, I need to be 61 after I drink that stuff. So. Right. My whole weight loss I goal better grow. be met.
5: I why, that am that I, mean. why am I
1: a little disappointed, though? Because now I feel like, are we being realistic here? I was really happy for them.
3: Is anybody going well, to buy it? To I don't it. think it's a I, I don't, don't know. I'm going to be honest, I don't know. I don't know enough about alkaline. I know that most alkaline waters that I see are in, um, like, your your whole foods and stuff like that, and they're more expensive. So, I think this, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm in all seriousness. I think that your health is worth the investment. So, I think we have to be, even though it is a higher price point, we have to look at it and see, is this really worth it because, you know, when we start seeing some of the health issues that are happening in our community, we got to be serious about it. So, I'm just joking. I was just kidding. I'm not kidding about how high the price is, but I do yeah. think that your health is important and your health is worth the investment. So, um, all right, well, I'll, I'll the support
1: door. them. You're right, you're definitely right. I'll support them, but I won't be able to afford the normal amount of groceries that I get after I get a jug. So, I'm gonna
3: probably you fast my, my mind and just drink the water for a few days. Listen, it yeah. might be a good thing to do. <laughs> um, um, last but not least um, So the FDA um, Has <clears throat> three companies To recall blood pressure medication Over fears of cancer So there are some drugs um, That are used to control high blood pressure And prevent heart failure were were voluntarily recalled this week Due to an impurity That could possibly lead to cancer According to the U.S. Yeah. Um, Food and Drug Administration These products um, with the active ingredient valsartan, a generic drug used to treat high blood pressure, it may contain nitro, the 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 a possible heart carcinogen. It's actually nitro, sodium salimate. Mean, phonics didn't work that way. Okay, um, so yeah, the FDA has three companies, major pharmaceuticals, SoCo Healthcare, and Teva Pharmaceuticals and Industries to recall their, their uh, Valsartan products. Um, let's see. They were also asked to recall drugs containing Valsartan and hydrochlorothiazide. I said to say that real close. Um, so, yeah, um, he says that we carefully assess, assess the medication sold in the United States, and we found that the Valsartan sold in these specific uh, companies does not meet our safety standards um, said Janet Woodcock, director of the FDA Center for Drug Evaluation and Research, in a statement. That's why we've asked companies to take immediate action to protect patients. So if that's you, you might want to call or check to make sure that one of your, if you're taking those medications, that that doesn't include you. So, Q, uh, what you think? What are your thoughts?
4: I think this is um, not only for these particular medications, but if you or any of your uh, family members or friends um, are taking blood pressure medicine. I encourage you to also check that particular medicine and the effects on it if you are African American. I myself know quite a few people who have had to, who have been prescribed medicines that have specifically been noted of having adverse reaction for African Americans specifically. So on top of this particular ingredient causing you know, cancer issues, blood pressure medicine is not something that everyone can just take. It is not a Tylenol. So please, 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 please do that extra search into the medicines that you're taking as far as how the makeup of these medicines reacts to black people, brown people, you know, ethnic people in general because not everything is just engineered for us, and that's not a conspiracy theory thing. That is how our bodies are made and the way that our bodies respond to things. There are certain medicines that have been proven to not respond, react the same in us as they do in other, in other people. So just mindful of your blood pressure medicine, period. But I'm glad they caught this, and, and I really hope that those affected prior, you know, are able to be taken care of because this is, this is, y'all, these medicines
0: for us.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's all I have on that. Check, your stuff. check, check, check. Uh, for me, uh, health is my thing. I work for an unnamed insurance company at this time because I'm moonlighting. But, you know, I did some case management before training there. One thing I will say when I would work with my patients on their medication, you always want to remember, too, that your doctor is not a pharmacist. So sometimes yeah. people assume because their doctor writes a prescription, they automatically have education about the medications they're receiving. So they, they they know basics, you know, and not to insult any doctors that are out there, but a lot of them are just relying on, if it's that symptom, if it's that, then I can give them this, this many milligrams. You need to always check with your pharmacist and make sure, like she said, there's no adverse reactions to the other meds you're taking too. But I want to make sure you guys know that Diavan is actually the generic to this medication. So if anybody's using Diavan, D-I-O-V-A-N, or Diavan H-C-T, it also contains that ingredient as well. Um, you know, and it's kind of hard for people because even those commercials you hear, you get a medication that's supposed to fix one thing, and then you got 30 side effects that can come with it. You know, it's like, so it, it kind of just, it, it's just one of those things um, that you definitely want to watch out for. But I just want to make sure everybody knows that, you know, check with your pharmacist. Your doctor is not a pharmacist. I know that Diavan is the generic version of that.
3: Cool. All right. We gonna move on because I'm over time and I don't want to get in trouble with Kels even though she's not here. Um, good job, y'all. <laughs> right,
1: because I'm <laughs> gonna tell her. <laughs>
3: <All
1: right>. Nah. <No. laughs> um,
3: so this second uh, segment was was brought to you by the Money Mentor. Listen, I actually just posted a um a, a a giveaway that you have until five o'clock tomorrow to go onto my Facebook page and share. So all you gotta do is share my DIY. Um, credit class and it will enter you into a drawing to win a free course or two free courses I think it was with me so if you go to my page and it's a post that talks about my DIY um, fix your credit course all you got to do is share it and it automatically puts you into um, into the drawing to get a free, um, free class for me so that's it we're going to go start to our first song tonight our first song is new music um, it is, and I like this song. I hope you all do it too. It's um, by a group out of um, Alabama, sorry, called Jazang, and they've got a new song called Finisher. Um, so I'm going to post their information on my page as well, but definitely follow them. This song is pretty cool. Um, so again, the group <clears throat> is called Jazang, and the song is Finisher. After this, we're going to get into hot topic and you definitely don't want to miss this we'll be right back after this on the scoop with
1: Get off into it. Now you know I'm filling in, so bear with me tonight. We're gonna do this get off into this hot topic this evening. You know, I'm filling in for my sister from another Mr. Miss Kel Johnson tonight. Tonight's hot topic is being brought to you by Maybelline of King's Child Entertainment. In case you don't know who Mother Maybelline is, she is a sassy street smart church mother that brings a message of hope and wisdom with a touch of satire. And real talk to the people She'll tickle your funny bone And inspire the mental, emotional, and spiritual growth Needed to live your best life For booking information on Mother Maybelline You can contact yours truly Miss Latasha Featherstone At Maybelline Booking M-A-B-E-L-L-E-A-N Booking at Yahoo.com Or you can catch me on my Facebook page So let's get off into this hot topic tonight, y'all So I came across this meme That was a little interesting And I posted it actually yesterday In a few groups to kind of see some of the feedback that we would get, but it's basically a meme with a picture of Kobe Bryant and his wife, Vanessa Lane Bryant, and then there's a picture of Gabrielle Union and her husband Dwayne Wade. And the meme says two women that are happily married because they didn't let a little cheating ruin the relationship. I'm gonna say that again. Two women that are happily married because they didn't let a little cheating ruin the relationship. Q is ready to go in. So there's a young lady that on the bottom, she commented, uh, and she used the B word. You know, we're not going to do that because we don't call queens out of their name. We're going to say uh, mm-hmm. switches, right? So she says switches. She says switches feel mm. like wolverines when their bank account is not. I think it's kind of funny. She mm. says switches Feel like Uh-oh. Wolverines when their bank account is nice. First of all, Uh-oh. if you even follow, you know, X-Men, you know Wolverine. I mean, he can take a lick and keep on ticking. I mean,
5: right. you stab him on
1: up them hoes is going to heal right on up. So <laughs> I thought it was extremely interesting because basically the writer of this meme is expressing the fact that basically if he got coins, he can play me and I'm going to probably stick around mm-hmm. because maybe I'm comfortable with a certain level of security. Mm-hmm. And, and and I know we're talking about women here, but for the sake of both sides of the coins, I know you got some live viewers that are gonna comment, I wanna hear from the opposite perspective as well. You know, men, if you got a sugar mama or your lady or
4: whoever that's got a fat bank account,
1: you know, are you okay if she steps out as long as you know those bills are getting paid? So I posed the question and I'll read some of the viewers' comments later after after the three of us have kinda of talked about it. But I read uh when I when I posted it, what I put on there is Are we more than likely to accept BS from somebody, whether it's infidelity? I know we're saying infidelity, but let's talk about the package. Infidelity, abuse, you know, whatever. Are we more willing to accept things from people because of finances? So I'm going to just say it, my little piece of it. I do feel like sometimes, maybe not just financially, but I do think sometimes we put up with stuff for security reasons. I think that sometimes people get comfortable or accustomed to a certain (laughs) lifestyle because let's just keep it real, ladies, and I can't speak for a man, but I can speak for a woman. You know, you got some brothers out there n- not trying to hate on you, and-, and there's some women the same way. You got some people out there that are really struggling. They're not trying to get no better. They're on their last dime, and they got the nerve to be trying to run some game on you. Now, if you find out, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. that Tyrone, uh, Dashaun, or Daquan, whoever done stepped to you, and you find out, you know, that he's playing you, and you like, first of all, this brother ain't even did nothing for me. He ain't got no money. He ain't got it going on. He's staying at his mama house. His phone is in his baby mama name. All of that, right? And then you find out after you've been bringing him Happy Meals for lunch every day because he ain't able to afford his own stuff that he played you, you're going to probably go left. But if you're kicking it with like a Dwayne Wade or a Kobe or whoever that's got a lot of money in the bank, um, you might be more than likely to overlook that because, you know, you got like four cars in the driveway and, you know, you got whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everybody would do that. You know, some people are going to say, you know what, no matter what, you've got to respect me. Ladies, let's keep it realistic. On a smaller scale, you've had a brother that was doing just a little bit better than a brother that was doing bad, and you was putting up with more than that, in my opinion. So I'm going to leave it to you all. What do you think, Winfrey? Do you think people accept that more from somebody that has money? Are you willing to accept Whatever from somebody because she can pay off your student loans. I know that's a trick question,
3: but we're talking about I'm gonna say something. I'm a, I'm a. For, on a personal level, if she can write me a check for my student loans, I might be able to get over uh, a breakup. Um, but she I can treat you however. Me <laughs> <laughs> I mean, temporarily, look, temporarily until the check clear, I might be okay mm. with her. You know, if, you know. Hey, student loans is a big thing for me, but um, if I could, if she can pay that off, then we can talk. But, um, no, in real life, no. If you cheat, this is a personal thing. If you cheat, no, I I, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Jesus paid it all, but he didn't pay that. Um, no. Uh-uh, uh, uh, I'm not, playing devil's not,
1: advocate. She come back, went for and She like, baby, I'm so sorry I messed up. I done paid off your student loans. I done got trades, a college fund set up. I done went and got you a little house, a little spot. I won't do it again. This is only the second time.
4: The second
1: time, go ahead. Go ahead.
5: Wait, wait,
1: how does she
5: look? She
1: she every she everything you like, honey. I'm talking about that hair is laid right. I ain't talking about no lace front. I'm, I'm talking head. about her stuff is laid. That shape is nice. Coke bottle. She know what you like. She bringing you cigar and her little nighty at night. <laughs> All
3: I know
2: she
1: is. Yes.
3: Yes. Listen. I, I can't say that I, I I might have to fast and pray on that if she coming back with all of that I don't know. <laughs> but but that's my first. Now, if my general answer is I'm going to say that I think that people do put up with um put up with more to, with people who have money I mean, because yeah. there is a there is a realistic aspect to this where you say listen if I leave then this is what it's going to be like, and everybody, as the, as the million dollar man used to say, everybody has a price. And the reality is, whatever your price might be, twenty million, it might be forty million, it might be a hundred million. I don't know. For Vanessa, it was apparently what, how much Kobe Kobe paid four four million for that ring. So apparently, Vanessa, that was enough. So I don't know. I think everybody has a price, but I think if you, I think if you have a lot of money, there's a lot of things you can get away with. Period.
1: Yeah. I agree. I, agree. <clears throat> I do agree. What do you what do you think, Q? What do you think, Queen? Can hubby tell you, listen, he got you stacked with millions and like I know I messed
0: up. The elegance mm-hmm. by
1: design is off the chain. I done invested two million into your business.
0: You can quit your job.
1: <laughs> Wait, I'm, making it, you I'm making it tricky. I'm making it tricky. What are these
3: people I just want to know where these women are with two million dollars. Where are these men? I just need to know. It.
1: Like, There's got to be a website. There's got to be a website. They married
3: to
4: men with two million dollars. <laughs> okay. That's required to be with that type of person. Um, okay. So for me, so the Q answer to this is, you guys know how I pretty much feel. My Q answer is pretty much aligned with my other answer, so I'll just keep them the same. Um, I agree that, yes, people will often put up with more than will they than they will with a broke person, a reggie person, someone who they feel is somewhat aligned with where they are or not where they are. And I think that's the per a lot of the time that has to do with where you see yourself. That's when the the, the scenario that Tasha was explaining before where she was like the broke guy, the Happy Meal guy, that you dropping stuff off and he hasn't heard to try and run game. Like the audacity of you knowing that I'm I'm taking a chance. You know what I mean? Like you, you, nerve, the nerve. Like it's what So you kind of, you know, we take it more as a personal. It, it seems more when you still feel like this person has some work to do and they still felt like they had done enough to do two of you. You know what I'm saying? So
5: yeah, is, I think.
4: It seems different when it's someone you don't feel is at least on par with where you are. We talk about all the time how people with money live a different way. They got a different set of rules. That's rich people stuff. They don't have regular people problems, blah, blah, blah when your man gets to go out and get with Janet for the night, oh, he gets the pass, that's Janet. When your girl gets to go, oh, she gets the pass, that's such a It's T.I., you know, that, not T.I. We, we can't even use him in that damn example no, no
5: more. No. Mm. Yeah.
4: Right, example. So, no, somebody like that, you know, whoever's the hot guy right now, you know, that type of thing, because they are who they are. Now, if we were to get with those people, us being regular chicks or regular dudes, but, yeah, a lot of the times we'd be like, Shh, huh. He can go and do, he's coming on back, we'll be all right, I'll live, we'll be okay. And that's because we as women are built to deal with, and I'll speak from a, women's perspective, a woman's perspective on this, we're built to deal with stuff. The bad stuff, the good stuff, the low-key stuff, the highs, the lows, we are told to roll with it no matter how big our soapbox may be if I'm not gonna deal with no man cheating I deserve better I this, that the other thing yes all of us have that at our core we all feel that in the we all feel we have that much going on for us yes. You get that, okay? Now, let's be real. <laughs> when it right, really comes right. to it, you know, you are, not going to, you are not going to vacate your rent being paid. You don't have to worry about rent because it's the auto draft. When well, your bills go from barely getting paid to the auto draft forever, girl, yeah. like you will yeah. start to some things. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. and hey, count me out. You can say what you want to say about me, but I stand on that, and that and that's yeah. coming from a record a woman with all the morals, with all the self value, you can't tell me it's another chick walking as bad than this one right here when it really comes okay. to this relationship, thing, okay? But security is huge for women. It is huge for women and that's why, you know, I think a lot of women say why they stay where they are. I can't speak for and Kobe's I, chick. I can't speak for Gabby, you know. Exactly.
1: But I, you know, but Well, I'm with you on that. Piggybacking Mm -hmm. on that, if you think about it, there are people that stay stuck long-term in unhappy relationships for multiple reasons, so why wouldn't they choose money as one? I hear people all the time unhappy, you know, we're here for the kids, or we're here because we've invested this and that, and I get that. Once you build a partnership, you do want to kind of work through some things, but I'm with you if, if, if... if my whole thing is wrapped up in security and maybe I was living somewhere off in a cardboard box and now I'm sitting up in a six bedroom house and everything's paid and I'm kind of, I might be a little bit more likely to say, well, you know, I mean, like you said, even with high morals and all that, we would like to think, well, no, I wouldn't, but it really isn't much different than thinking about, well, if I leave my husband for cheating, you know, what's going to happen with our kids, what's going to happen with our family. So we could look at it like that too and just say they just happen to be people, you know, that have a, have a lot of money, but, but I'm with you on that. On a regular old chick level, no, you know it could be a dude that don't even look that good, and you're like, he's ugly and got the nerve to be trying to run some game. A, you that know that
3: if he's broke? You know yeah, you know what's actually huh. funny though. I think that if if for that what you all are talking about is probably a little skewed in the sense that I think women think the way you all think, whereas most men. If a woman cheats on most men, we're out no matter what. Like we're not, yeah. We're not thinking yeah. about security. We're sure. not thinking about the kids. All we're thinking about, out. Like you got two million, you can have two, two gazillion dollars. It was like you cheated. I'm out. Like your ego is already bruised. Like we're, we for some reason we don't. We're not built like. Most of us are not uh, like Winfred, you brought especially, up a whole other hot topic
1: Because I want to say, y'all can cheat 50 times And they cheat once and you out Yep, yeah,
3: <laughs> go ahead That's another topic Especially, don't let our boys find out
6: Or something like that oh,
3: <laughs> Don't let the crew if, know If, if Keith the other Then it's <laughs> over Oh my God, it's over Over Game over. There's listen, it's, it's going, uh, uh Ain't no coming back from that. So you listen, think most men side. will
1: not care what amount of money she has? Because you know what I would think? I would think that depending upon the man's value system, he might decide to ride it out and let her play and keep her money, and then he just start playing on the side. You don't think that a lot of men would do that?
3: Let me say this. Now, these new school guys, I don't know. I yeah. can't speak for them. These skinny yeah. jeans, look, these skinny jeans wearing. Uh, mumble rap. Listening to cats, I can't speak to burn
1: this. your skinny jeans if you're listening. You're wearing, yeah. just put them in a bonfire. Know, Go ahead, I get know, rid of the skinny I know jeans.
3: This. The guys, like my my type of dudes, no, nah, we we there is a level of a sense of pride that we have that we're like if you cheat, it's over, like game yeah. over. We're not, mm-mm. mm-mm, mm-mm. So you're like not gonna let her not, make that last series that. of student
1: loan payments before you bounce, though. That's what you're saying.
3: No, no. I'm not I'm not cheating on you, and you ain't cheating on me. That way we can all <laughs> live happily ever after. I can't. I See, I'm, play, I'm playing devil's advocate, so I know you're
1: leaving me, Winter. But do you want me to pay this last five thousand on your loans or not? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull. I'm, money
3: pull money I'm gonna pull a tiger. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pull I'm
6: a Tyler Perry. I can do that by myself. I, I don't know. I might get that last payment. <laughs>
3: nope. For pain and suffering. For pain and suffering. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> nope. And then you got to walk around with keeping them looking at you like you simple dude he said who got tears on. So now you they know look they know you they know you something is wrong with you either you know what I mean they like, they looking at because all in your mind you thinking. My boys is thinking something wrong with me. Something is wrong with me that my woman had to go out and sleep with somebody else. What's wrong with me? So no, we we just don't function like no. Mm-mm. That's just, mm-mm. if it's something that nobody finds out and maybe and it's a possibility. But I'm telling you, no, our egos are not set up like that at all. Nope. It's, nope. Yeah. Listen, I'm
4: getting mad. It's to Walmart finds out that your man cheated. Y'all gonna have to find a new location, okay? Like, y'all
1: gonna have
3: to find You're okay, not going, going to go back. you
1: gonna have to go we're somewhere else there. to get your alkaline water if I find
3: that out. Yeah, we're, ma- we're not going to Thanksgiving at your mama's house no more because I know you done told your mama. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> we might as well just end this.
7: It's not gonna happen. That is, is
3: so different.
7: Winfrey said yeah. he
3: ain't getting the banana pudding again or
1: nothing. Let me, let me read y'all some of these comments. I know we got a, about 11 minutes left. I want to read some of these comments on the post in the group from the guys and the gals. So Joseph Brown says, money can make you overlook a whole lot. Looks can as well. Um, let me see. I like uh, Rashawn Coleman. I like his uh, comment. He said, financial security is the most important thing to some women, not their self-esteem, their self-worth, or their value. You give them security, and you can damn near have their soul. That's kind of deep. Yep. That's true, too. Another another guy in the group, Ben Asame, said, of course, money covers a multitude of sins. I see really old, ugly, uneducated, but rich men date and marry young, beautiful, smart women all the time. These men wouldn't stand a chance if not for their account balance. Infidelity is just another sin with a price tag. Um hmm. One a lot of the guys actually comment a lot more than the women. One uh, Niecy Williams says, "I don't think it's always about the money." She said, "For example, Gabrielle Union has her own money, so she could have easily walked away and been good." So in her mind, she's saying they're pretty much almost on an equal playing field. She really wanted to love him and just maybe stay that, stay there. Um, and then of course we had one guy said that if you lack in any area, he said if you lack in commitment enough money, security, good sex, consistency, anything like that as a man that's not financially well-off, you can lose her for being short in any of those areas. It's unsafe for guys basically that don't have money in those areas. But if you do have money, then you have more clout, and you can fall off in certain areas and still be good. And I wanted to say this. Um, <laughs> Just Whitney posted this little meme that I thought was hilarious. It said, Kobe's wife stayed after cheating, and he's worth $350 million. Magic's <laughs> wife stayed after h i v He's worth five hundred million. Bill Cosby's wife stayed after rape cases. I'm still saying alleged y'all uh <laughs> said, for he's worth four hundred million. Then he put my girl be ready to leave me after a Facebook post, and his network is negative three dollars and fifteen cents <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: I want to give a super <laughs> shout out
1: to Just Whitney for that comment. Cause keep it real, your girl is gonna um, not, is gonna leave you for the wrong Facebook post. You only got negative three dollars. Yeah, I do yeah. I do think there's something to it. Keep what your people saying on over the, there. What they talked about on the on the hot topic. Yeah,
4: a negative homie needs to eggshell that every post needs to be approved. She needs
7: to <laughs> now, with
4: your negative three dollar. Uh, Taste right. Apple sauce because I can't say that word.
3: I'm singing. You I'm better run it by me. I'm singing all types of Jody'sy if it get to that point. Y'all better baby, I'm begging baby, I'm begging. Ba-. Y'all better <laughs> beg. <laughs> when you got, you got three dollars and fifty, when your, when your account balance is negative three dollars and fifty cents, you got to beg. You better beg. Just beg. Yeah. Well, you should yeah, have known it be
1: beg. a can't out there cheating anyway. But you can't negative negative three dollars. Come on now. Yeah, yeah.
3: just
1: beg.
4: My live is kind of quiet tonight. Um, Kel popped in for me just a moment, and she said that there uh, some women will stay with a dude that she's taking care of as well. So it's it's not always um, just the person who has the money that's cheating. Sometimes it's just having somebody. For a lot of people, it is simply. Having somebody, so you know yeah. the woman could be the one that's winning, and because her lifestyle or her career or whatever the case may be may not align her with men who do not, you know, do what her man is doing, and she say, you know what, at least this box is checked for right <laughs> now. Okay, I'm gonna let him do. Yeah. do. I'm gonna go and buy my business and 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 keep it moving. You know, so yeah, folks do different things for relationships, and they different need different folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And that and that ultimately is what it boils down to. Nobody can really figure out for you what your thing is, you know, even though it's an interesting topic. I mean, there may really be somebody in that case that's like, yeah, you clowning, but when my bills are paid every day, I feel more comfortable knowing I can sleep at night and everything's paid more than I care about the fact that I know I committed to somebody that maybe steps out and cheats every now and again. So you have to kind of decide, like you said, what your thing is, what's best for you. You know, don't complain, though, if you know you didn't purposely pick a situation like that. But if it's something that you can tolerate, I mean, I'm at the same time, I'm not hating on the next person that they do feel more comfortable making sure they have security because at the same time, whereas I feel like I'm not, I'm not going to allow myself to be treated any kind of way just to have somebody. But I could also see how somebody could easily see the value in having that security where, yeah, I might be going through some stuff, but I can wake up every day and I don't get a call from a bill collector. I know there's food in my cabinet. Whatever, you know. Particularly if the if the relationship didn't start off that way. Maybe it was always a good relationship and then maybe that slipped, that slipped into the into the relationship and maybe they're just hopeful it'll get back to that space. So, you know, whatever you're doing, just be able to deal with it. Um, you know, but if you are out so, there the negative three dollar and fifteen cents, huh?
3: Some people just don't want to be by themselves. And I
1: understand They that. just
3: don't, no matter what circumstances. Listen, yeah. the circumstances older we get, the older we get, the more I understand that. Like you want to right. find somebody who is who can be a good partner to you, because I'm sorry, somebody got to change. If I if I ever, which I don't plan to, get to the point where somebody in my life where somebody got to change my diaper, I would want it to. You know, you want to. You don't want to be. You know, I want somebody there that can help me. I don't want to be laying there in the wet diaper all day. So right, because
1: yeah. she because she out, cause she out on a it. date and she like went for, why why you tripping? I got I'm paying the bills. I'm just going to see John. <laughs> I get it.
3: Nobody wants to get nobody yeah. wants to be a I don't care, but at the same time, you know, everybody. I think again, everybody has a price, but everybody also has a point where they are gonna break. So again, I'm not cheating because I like my life. And yeah. yeah, exactly. I like my life exactly.
1: And let's just keep it real. You can stay single and do whatever you want to do, and then it never yeah. will be cheating,
3: it, right? It's a little more
1: Kinda. to do
6: at the that. But okay. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I, y'all know my fear. You know, know I, I want to say fears. what
1: you going through, Winfrey. We shouldn't talk about it on the air. No, I'm just
3: I'm, not, I'm not going
6: through.
3: I'm not going through anything. Life is good. I'm just saying, I don't. My fear is I can't. Well, not my fear, but y'all know I can't be out there. Uh, you know, saying one thing and doing something else. So I can't. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, well, it's.
1: it's a, <laughs> Well, hey, I guess we're going to come to the conclusion on tonight's hot topic is different strokes for different folks. Major shout-out to the folks. If you are that $3.15 brother or sister and you still pulling and playing games, cool. If you're deciding you, you want to let your person go out and do what they want to do and get your bills paid, that's cool, too, whatever's good for you. But just know, really weigh out really weigh out what is happening, because you might actually find that sometimes you can be just as secure on your own versus being treated like some kind of filthy rag or something like you're not important.
5: So just be real careful about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, be careful, loves. I guess that's the wrap yeah. up on the hot topic. What do we got next? The music. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. All right, we're we're actually a couple minutes early. You do you want to sing a verse or something or what? No. <laughs> no
6: we going to roll All forward. This part you can, look, I forgot
3: you can sing. Wait a minute. You can sing. If you want to sing, you can.
6: I keep thinking Kelly can.
3: What y'all want to hear? Q going to come in the back,
1: <laughs> Mia. What y'all want to hear? <laughs> we're, we're messing around with us in praise and God. worship mode. Being here snotting
4: and crying no. for real. No, no, no. no, no. no, 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 no. Not
3: tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> Y'all already
5: come I'm, to church come to Maple Avenue on Sunday if that's what
1: you want to hear. Yeah. Mm. I'll sing something next time. You know, my milkshake already brings all the boys in the yard. If I sing a verse, I don't want these single brothers on the Facebook to be in my inbox tonight, so we're going to move on. <laughs> Thank you. I don't need them kind of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Neither nobody do calling me, honey. Will you sing that song to me you were singing on the scoop? Not in my life. <laughs> well, we're going to bring on a song next, and it looks like it is My Aaliyah by Pineapple Stroll. Following that song, we're going to come in with our uh, couple, Robert and Cherie Lee. They'll get introduced by Q so we can talk about making marriage work. So, you guys. uh, Turn your radio up. Get your speakers, your bass up on your speakers, and let's bump this Maya Leah by Pineapple Stro.
4: Yes. <laughs>
6: Playin when we have about double braid with the top down if that your friend she could get her get knocked down cuz the strapatic Jackie Jackson won't be hot brown that won't be hot brown think my city I'm the king this is my town sun is out never raised on this our town pull up and you have found so play when you have found double braid with the top down if that your friend she could get her get knocked down cuz the strapatic Jackie Jackson won't be hot brown down with the hot round. This is my city, I'm the king, this is my town. Sunny side, it never rains on this side of town. She know that. And you are my alaya. My she know that. And you are my alaya. Pull up, then we dance all the love, read Sparagama ain't no telling what the bad call. Sparagama ain't no telling what the bad call. Pull up, then we gas off. Finish the plug, oh, free up, then we do gas off. Sparagama ain't no telling what the bad call. This Sparagama ain't no telling what the bad call. Too fly, maybe you are my Ali. Too fly, maybe you are my Ali. No, i black and glad you fly, mama. See. I'm black and glad you fly mama, see the light. Too fly, be, you are my elite. Too fly, be, you are my Aaliyah. No, I'm black and My see the No, I'm black and glad see the light. She know that. that oh. you are my elite. My elite.
4: All right, y'all. Now I grew up in the 90s. Song was going to be a favorite for me regardless because of the sample. So I dig the hell out of that song <laughs> just because it brings back all of my, you know, swoop and baggy jeans type situation. I'm I'm here for that song. My I like that. All right. So <clears throat> this is why we're here. On this evening Um, We are excited because We often bring in guests That excel at one thing Or another, have all kinds of Accolades that uh, Precede them But tonight we honestly wanted to Highlight A really dope couple for Achieving something that is not Highlighted often enough and that is making This thing called marriage work So I was super excited to Find out that they are just dope, and we are talking to, to them tonight because they're dope, and they're making marriage work and sexy at it. I'm sure Wynn has shared their uh, couple's photos so that we can all know what they look like, and this is a hot couple, so I'm super, super excited to introduce to our Soup Radio family, Robert and Sheree. Also known as them leaves, which I'm loving by the way, <laughs> uh, to the show. So, welcome, 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 you guys. Thank you for joining us this
0: evening.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank
0: you, thank you. Appreciate it. They
2: call this dope, probably. Lee. Hey. <laughs> I love
4: it. So, I am personally. Glad to have another couple on the line tonight because I don't know if you've listened to our shows in the past, but I'm often uh, teased a little bit from being praised for Emma here on the panel. <laughs> so I'm glad to be able to bounce some thoughts and share some things with uh, another couple on the panel this evening. <laughs> um tell us Yeah, they, 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 they hate a little bit. It's okay. I know they love me. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you guys been married? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Robin, how long have you been married? Uh, 24 years. Don't
0: you, uh, 24
4: years. So on uh,
2: August 6th, it'll be 24 years.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's
4: my husband's birthday. That's a double day. See? Good
2: job.
1: That is. That's my grandmother's birthday, too. That's awesome. Now look, hey, on yeah.
2: August seventh, Robert starts start saying we've been married twenty five years. Every year he starts saying
3: that the next year on the day after our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and look it's working, keep doing it. Yeah. Keep <laughs> doing it. Yeah. It's working. I'm not so to, listen, listen to a little bit about your story. how grown. you all y'all been together y'all been together twenty twenty four years. Tell us a little bit about the story. How'd you get together? How'd you meet
2: <laughs> so uh, we met in college at Kentucky State University. Shout out to KSU. Um freshman. Okay. Robert Lee Here. was a senior.
0: Here we go. And uh, he <laughs> saw
2: all his Detroit swag and just had to have me. <laughs> That's what you
4: call it. Tell the story, (laughs) sister. Tell the story. She's not telling me right. (laughs) Okay, how did
5: it go then? She's not
0: telling me right. Tell us the story, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Stop.
2: Like I said, I was a cheerleader and uh all of a sudden, Robert Lee started showing up at the games. Now he hadn't been at that school four years; didn't go to no games until <laughs> I got there. folks hey. wanted to know why was he at the game
1: All of a sudden, he a <laughs> season pass holder. So, tell the story, says All, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, That's all right, he was hunting.
6: <laughs> yeah,
4: she brought she had that steak and brought the boys to the yard. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you just you just the lord told
0: the Lord told you to go to the game, and you didn't know why you just that's know. right, the Lord told me to go get her so I can help her lay hands on her get her stuff together <laughs> <laughs> no, we <were> <laughs> I, I don't somehow the lord laying hands and legs ain't
1: mixing for me, But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. We were a gospel ensemble together, though.
3: That's how we met. Yeah. Okay. He was a preacher when I met him. Mm. Okay. So let's let's, yeah. jump, let's jump into it. So how how did that when you when you first started? Uh, last week we talked a lot about on the show about um, last yeah about things that we talk about or should establish in dating that prepare us or help us for marriage. What were what are some of the things that 24 years in, now that you can say, had we have, you know, or we did this well or we didn't do this well and, and that singles should do in dating to get ready for marriage?
2: Well, you know what? People always ask us,
3: you know, because we're
2: still a young couple, even though we've been married 24 years. Mm-hmm. People always ask us, how did we make it? How did we stay together? And I tell them we stayed. the <laughs> first thing. We stayed. Yeah. Um, through it all, because we've been through a whole lot of stuff. I heard y'all a conversation before we've been through that too. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yep. I said, we uh-huh. said, said went for Robert Lee. Stay.
7: Yeah, um, you know, and we're a very transparent
2: <laughs> couple. Um, there was infidelity in our marriage on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a lot of stuff. You <laughs> we went through. <laughs> Um, but what we did was we we made a commitment to stay through it all, and it wasn't easy um but it's a it's a light at the end of the tunnel because if you could have told us that we would be where we are now with what we've been through, we would oh glory
5: glory us. glory glory <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's you know we stay, we learn how to communicate better, you know we we make light of it, but we really have been married. Uh, since I've been grown. Mm-hmm. So um, we didn't really know ourselves, let alone know each other, when we got married. So one of the things that we did was we grew together. Um, we became mm-hmm. who we are together.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that's key mm-hmm. um, that we helped each other through each other's growing pains Would you Absolutely. say so, Robin Lee?
0: Yep, I would. <laughs> wasn't easy. <laughs> But um, I think once you realize that you are on the same team, it makes a difference. When you stop fighting against one another and acting as if you are opponents against each other, then that's when all hell breaks loose. So I think once me and Cherie really realize, okay, we are on the same team and we can do this together, it made a big difference.
2: Yeah. Because we can do, um, you know how some people, everything is just beautiful and all that. That's not us. A- um, we did a lot of things wrong, especially early on. Um, like I said, we didn't know who we were, let alone know who each other was. And so um, we had to learn that. Stuff. I think the biggest thing we did and the, the thing that we still do now is we learn how to communicate with each other. That's huge for us. Yep, yep, yep.
3: I'm
4: so glad that you said that. And I was actually – I. I I'm listening to you all, and I actually have goosebumps as I'm listening to you all, because you all don't know, but your story is, like, extremely similar, even in the small amount of care to my husband and I. Um, when you said out loud that you, you've you been his wife as long as you've been grown, I just I almost shouted right there, because that's like, you know, mm-hmm. at
5: some
4: point, like, all you know is being a wife. So you have to... Yeah in a way you have a different thing invested in that. And I think it's hard, and you have to grow up together. You grow through things together. But what you just said was finding out that you're on the same team is something that's often really hard to do as you're figuring out who you are. And young couples especially have to do that. So I really, really appreciate you saying that, that, you know, finding out you're on the same team, because a lot of the time that's how people who divorce early and then become the best of friends later, I think they say that as well. Like, I did not know we were on the same team this whole time. If we would have found this then, we would have been in a different space. So thank you for saying Mm -hmm. that. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, I think mm-hmm. one of the other things that me and Cherie had to come together to really uh, start fully understanding each other is we had that, what you would call that false perception of each other. Yeah. I expected her, or I had pictured a wife to be like this, so I was looking for a wife that didn't work, who came in, <laughs> cooked every day, washed clean, we made love, all of that. But that wasn't the, mm-hmm. the real Cherie. It was like I was causing her to lose her identity. So it was some issues that I had to get over myself to realize Robert, that worked for your mama and daddy, but that ain't going to work for you and your wife and y'all marriage. So I had to get myself together on some issues. Yeah, because I don't cook. You don't cook? No, he
3: cooks. No, you cook. He cooks. You you can cook, too. Absolutely. I just just, thought about that like, wait a minute, but Lee cook. He can cook, too. I to exactly. my dinner invitation, by
0: the way. I haven't forgotten. But, but Lee, Lee, look, awesome. look, but Lee, Lee can cook, but Lee can't fix nothing. So every time something <laughs> got broken in the house, I had to go and right. find somebody to fix it. Yeah. So that deals yeah. with me and Cherie's strengths and our weaknesses, yeah. which almost caused us our marriage, too, because Cherie wasn't a cooker, and I don't fix cars, but it took me to understand, you know what, Robert, you're not perfect in this. And so that's why I keep continuing to hit the issue of us understanding that we have to be a team. So uh, it made a big difference once we got over that hump, you all. How long did
3: that – how long did? How many years did that take? Twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> all
4: right, 20
3: folks
4: <laughs> And then probably the, 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 the three that we knew each other before we got married. It's a, yeah, we
2: still we still learning and that's like that's you know it. I'm I'm making light of it but that is I'm looking for the Christian words right here that's the truth <laughs> um yeah. because we are still growing and learning and and um sometimes some of the lessons that we learned already we forget and have to remind yeah. ourselves so it's honestly still a process You know, we don't ever want to make anybody feel like, okay, we've been married 24 years, we got this thing because we don't. And Mm -hmm. all this good stuff we're saying today could be different tomorrow, and we have to learn it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 24 years, all
5: 24.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Every day. Yeah. You had a question? Uh Yeah, you know, question, and, and, it's going to seem kind of like it's on the opposite end of the spectrum, but I know we talk a lot about, um, especially uh, nowadays, so many people are looking for hope and rest and restoration in their relationships and their marriages, and um, I, I definitely value and respect marriage. My parents have been married for 42 years. They'll be married 43 in January, oh, and uh, yes, yes, I have not been married, but they, they have been married a long time. And my mom always talks about kind of that friendship and all that stuff. But what I'm, what I'm curious to ask you guys about is, I know we're talking about how marriage works, but I know for some people marriage is not something that they desire or it may not be the end goal for them. So what are some things that you would say, because I know it's not for everybody. So I know certain things you have to do to maintain a marriage. So what are some things that you can honestly say that if someone is not able to do, they're probably not someone that's conditioned for marriage or at this point in their life? Like what are things that you could say, if you can't do this, this, and this, you're probably not ready for it, or you probably don't really?
2: The number one thing, if you're not ready to sacrifice and make some compromises, marriage is not for you. Um, okay. We always tell people that, um, you know, when you go into a marriage, it's two people from two different backgrounds. I don't care if y'all go across the street from each other. We're coming from two different households, two different backgrounds, two different sets of rules. And you think your rules are right, and your spouse thinks their rules are right. And so if you don't come into this thing knowing that some things have to be compromised and knowing that there are some sacrifices and be willing to make those sacrifices, this thing is not for you.
1: It's not going to work.
2: And you know, I mean, and, also,
1: and thank you for that, Sheree. That's that's good feedback. But I think sometimes we often so much think about wanting it that we don't maybe realize that maybe we're not equipped for it just yet, or maybe, maybe we will never grow to that point because there are some people that if you're, you know, living your your best life and that means you don't have kids, that you're alone, that may be the best thing for you. Maybe you're not prepared for that. One thing I did like that Robert said um, was that he had to discover what was working for his parents didn't work for him. So you can imagine as a child watching my parents together all of my life, I've been married since my mom was 19 and my dad was 22. It it does put in your mind a certain way as to how things should look, Um, Mm -hmm. particularly with our parents being in an older generation, because a lot of what I see in my dad I don't always see in men today, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. They can say the same thing about the women. So what I'm wondering is um, for people that are in that situation, We are so bred on being traditional and having things imprinted in us from our legacy and our families. You know, how do you, just a little bit more expounding on that, how do you really break away from that? Because, you know, you got to hear mama's mouth or daddy's mouth. You know, how do you condition yourself to say, you know, thanks for the advice, but this is just what we're going to do, you know, or just whatever? I
2: think that's just what you said. That's exactly what you have to do. You have to say
1: thanks for the advice but what works
2: for us. And we had to figure out honestly what worked for us um you know and, and again, it wasn't an easy process because I thought the way I was raised was right, and I really thought the way that he was raised was right and 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 random first few years was rough because <clears> he was fighting to prove that you were wrong and i'm right um and so but but then we we had to really look at it. Um, because, again, his parents have been married, um, I think it's 40, uh, no, no, no. His parents have been married almost 50 years. And, um, you know, my mother is on her third marriage right now. So, of course, there's some <laughs> differences right there. Um, you know, and so uh, he was raised with a more strict Family I was raised where you know you had an opinion, and you know you could go and try life, and so he thought you know that my I was raised a little freer and a little looser, <laughs> and so you know it wasn't just us trying to make it through marriage, but it was us trying to make it through parenting too, you know, yeah. so we had to really sit down and figure out what works for us, and so um, I want to say maybe probably about. Seven or so years into our marriage, we, we learned about boundaries and, and how important boundaries are in our marriage and, and uh, what works for us and what doesn't work for us and, and how to communicate that to each other. So I think that's one of the, you know, the big things is just setting those boundaries and knowing what's a boundary and knowing what's a suggestion the things that we thought were boundaries ended up being suggestions.
0: Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. And okay, I think on. for 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 uh, what's the to difference read. between boundaries
2: and suggestions? Uh, I don't I am sorry, we didn't
3: hear Say that again. Oh, I was what's the difference between the boundary and the suggestion again?
2: Boundaries you, you don't go beyond. Suggestions are I would like this, but when you Sit down and look at it. It's something that you can live with or live without. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, so I got uh, some things are deal breakers. Like if, if this <laughs> happens, I, I can't live with it. And there were things that we thought were deal breakers
0: that we were able that, to
2: that that weren't deal yeah. breakers when it. You know, we honestly, y'all, we thought infidelity was a deal breaker.
0: Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. really
2: thought infidelity was a deal breaker. Yeah. You know, um, but. Because of the circumstances and when it happened in our marriage, you know, it was really early on in our marriage, um, it ended up not being a, a deal-breaker. Now, if it happened today, it's probably going to be a deal-breaker because we're a little older, a little wiser, and we're a little more settled into this don't thing. Don't
0: mess up. Get don't, yourself together.
2: Don't, I, don't mess up again. Don't
0: mess it up. Yeah, okay. Right.
2: You just, if you don't mess up, I will mess up. No. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Uh, I think one of the things that's, that's so important, too, is not being afraid to really talk to each other without worrying about if the other person's feelings is going to be hurt. Yeah. Because, like Cherie said, because I was raised different, I had this, this understanding, and I hate to have to put it out here, but it, it needs to help somebody. Uh, when I would go to my dad and say, hey, Cherie doesn't listen to me, and he would say to me, "Hey, what you mean she don't listen to you? Mm-hmm. Then you need to get on her butt." Uh, we started that fighting and, and 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 pushing and shoving each other
2: mm-hmm.
5: to
0: understand. You know what? That don't work for us
2: at all. That so
5: doesn't work we at all. To sit down and <laughs> talk
0: to each other uh, without calling each other out your name and and being disrespectful to each other and and mm-hmm. saying, you yeah. know what? Just because you may be raised that way. Doesn't mean that that is something that you need to impart into your marriage. So I would suggest to sit down and talk, and not be afraid to talk to each other without saying, "Well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to hurt our feelings," and put it out there and say, "Hey, this is what this is."
4: I agree. So I heard. Um, I think I heard you all say earlier that you have children. When you say you had to address your differences when uh, in parenting, um, I uh, I have a. 15-year-old and a 12-year-old and a 9-year-old. And I myself am very open and try to be as transparent as possible with my children. I have a son and two girls. So I try and be as very transparent with them about my husband and I, our story, our journey. Um, on the surface, it looks very fairytale, real high school sweetheartish. And it's something easy for, it's something that I think kids can easily fall into. I want that. Um, so, when your kids look at you all being together for all this time, and you know I'm sure your peers view you all as a dope couple, how do you all communicate relationships um healthy relationships and navigating what they've been taught and modeled with messing that with someone else who might have experienced something different, and how will you all navigate for children? <clears throat>
2: Okay, so we are now in semesters. Um,
5: Yay.
2: <laughs> so our youngest child is 23. He's in graduate oh. school. Uh, our youngest child not. turned 26 yesterday, and our oldest child is 28. So as you can hear, some of those ages are outside the realm of the marriage. Right. <laughs> um. So uh, Robert had a daughter when I met him, um, but she was two when we were married. And so, you know, she's been in my life for a a very long time. And then the other two are our children together. Um, And one of the things we did when we were going through our our heavy and deep trial, we thought our children didn't know. We thought Mm -hmm. we were uh, keeping grown folks' business, grown folks' business, but uh, as you yeah. know, kids are sponges, they discern atmospheres. they discern their environment, and so they they knew a lot more than we thought they knew, and some of that stuff we didn't find out so they were like in high school or a little older, you know, when they felt a little more comfortable talking to us about uh, some of the things that they experienced. Um, the flip side of that is... Um, we were still very open with our kids, though, and we used to have family meetings yep. on the regular yep,
5: yep, yep. where we
2: would really let them talk to us about anything because we didn't want um, a situation to be where somebody else was talking to our kids, uh, feeding mm-hmm. them what they wanted to feed them. And so we were re- we really let our kids talk to us. And some some of the stuff we didn't always want to hear um, but we always made sure that we communicated and had that time open, you know, and so now we have like super dope relationships with our kids now because we we're you know we talk about so much talked about so much with them, and you know it's it's cool having grown kids now that you can yeah. uh, that too, but one thing we we're really careful about at least we, I think we try to be, is we never put our kids in the middle of our stuff. At least yeah. we, we try not to. Now, we, you know, cause both of us had a little petty set up in us, <laughs> and we go tell your mama this or tell your daddy that. But as far as really putting them in the middle of our stuff, we really try not to do that to them.
6: Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, really good. Let me let me
3: ask this question. This this a little a little different. Um, so, you both are are, are pretty public people. Um, what is it like being married in public? Um, because I think one of the things that a lot of people look at and is, is, you know, again, is that, you know, we have that public perception. We all, you know, especially in the church, we have that public perception that things are good and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, but how is it, um, I know what it's like being raised in public, I know what it's like living, but for most people, what is it really like to try to be married and work out marriage stuff in public?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that people love about them leaves is they're always going to keep it real. And so, Uh, A lot of times me and Cherie do uh, productions. We put on plays. And if you are in that rehearsal, you would really think that me and Cherie do not like each other because we bump heads big time. And so I think that gives people a real realistic picture on everything ain't cute and looking all cool just because you're at church and putting on that united front. So me and Cherie really try to be real as possible. Uh, We try to, you know, make sure we're keeping it clean, not disrespectful to each other. But like I said, people really, really look up to us on that realness because you're going to get that from the lead that they are going to be real people. So if the real people is to say, you know what, just please, you stop talking to me, I stop talking to you so that we can focus on what needs to be done at hand, and we're in front of the public.
2: Yeah, and we're probably, like, a real different couple. Um, and Robert kind of gets me about this, but I don't care what people think. Like, I, you know, I got to be married to you, so right. uh, you can like it, love it, hate it. I don't care, you know. And so he's like, you always know you don't care about nothing. It's not that, but if you start worrying and thinking about what people think, you'll be all messed up. And so I'm like, look, this is who we are if you don't like that, yes. okay You know,
0: next <laughs> Because mm-hmm. if haven't seen mm-hmm. Perfect marriage, yes And if they're Never. saying that it's perfect Then nine times out of 10 i I'm probably going to run away from them They laugh, they
5: lie. Because they Yeah. Yep. Yep.
3: I got one question real quick I got about a minute and a half left But one question from my life is uh, They said you mentioned boundaries earlier Um, Besides adultery, what were some of your boundaries?
0: Uh, My boundaries, (laughs) well, one of the boundaries that we have, and we still have it to this day, is you cannot come in the house being on your phone. Mm -hmm. So let's say I'm already at home. Sheree is coming in from work. She has to end that call before she actually comes into the house because we were going through that period where we felt like, the other person wasn't being respected or you need to acknowledge me when you came in. Can I get a high? Like, get out of my face. None of that. So that was one of the boundaries that we said, you know what, somewhere down the line, we got to cut it off so that we can pay attention to each other.
2: Yeah. Cause we're super, super busy people. And so mm-hmm. that's a huge boundary for us is that we, we stop when we come into each other's presence, We stop, acknowledge each other, acknowledge our day, and then we, you know, go on with whatever we have to do to make sure that the other person feels important. Even if it's just a couple of minutes, that's a huge boundary Mm -hmm. for us. Um, Another thing is, uh, like you said, we're really, really open people, public people, um, but we don't let others' opinions of our marriage shape us. Like, you know, if somebody said, well, y'all shouldn't do that. Well, you shouldn't do it, but it works for us. And so we're really mm-hmm. careful about not letting what other people say influence what we do in our marriage and what works
3: for us. I like it. Love it. Love, Love it. it. All right. Oh, all right. Our time is up with you. We are, Man, I, I just want to say I appreciate both of you for um, for not just your for being here, but for your transparency, for your wisdom, for your openness. Um, and, you know, because I've had a chance to pretty good, pretty close distance watch you two, I am uh, honored and, and excited about um, where you both are and what you're doing. So also you guys have your own YouTube, sh- or excuse me, your own Facebook show every Monday. Tell our audience about that so they can tune in.
2: Every Monday at 8 o'clock, we have stayed and slayed. As you can see, the foundation of our marriage, we stayed and we slayed. Um, And we literally just, it's just me and Robert chatting it up about our experiences and the things that we've gone through. We try to help people because we do a lot of marriage counseling. And it
4: was kind of Mm -hmm. filling
2: up our week. And so we we figured out a way to counsel everybody at once. (laughs) Yeah. But we thank you for
3: having us
0: on, Winfrey. Absolutely. Robert Absolutely. Lee owes you some dinner. Absolutely.
3: I got uh, you, bro. Listen, I, and I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm going to remember that. I just want you to know that. I'm not going to forget that. <laughs> I got you. All right. Well, I appreciate you for both for coming on. I appreciate your life. I appreciate your ministry. I appreciate the way you guys love each other. Um, and we'll definitely have to have you back at another time. Um, so again, if you guys do not follow um, Robert and Sharri Lee, y'all do that. Um, they've got again every Monday night. Um, they're dropping some good wisdom for everybody. So y'all tune in to them, um, and then and um, and we'll continue to learn and grow. Um, so we're gonna go into our next song, um, and that is "You're My Everything" by Jermaine Bollinger. Um, and then after that, we're gonna come back and talk Newborn Exposure with Sharonda. Um, so, again, thanks to the Lees and we'll be back right after this song. Everything by Jermaine Bollinger. So I hope you guys like that. So tonight we're going to do something a little bit different. Normally this is the time where we would have a fire starter, but she's on vacation. Um, so we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. So for those of you all who don't know, um, the Scoop radio show is a part of the Global Drive Network, um, and we have other radio shows, but we also have a digital magazine, Nouveau Exposure, so, which is run by Sharonda. Uh, and so we're going to have her just come on for a minute, and just kind of talk a little bit about her baby and um, what Nouveau Exposure is, and kind of what you know, um, what yeah, just her story about it. So, welcome, Sharonda. How are you?
7: I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I hate doing radio, so this is big <laughs> for me tonight. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> hey,
7: Sharonda. What's
5: your love? What's your... Hey. <laughs>
7: <laughs> so, Sharonda,
3: tell us about why, so first of all, tell our listeners what Nouveau, or who you are, and then why Nouveau Exposure.
7: Um, so, my name is Sharonda Coppen, and I am the founder and editor-in-chief of Nouveau Exposure Magazine. Um, Nouveau is French for new, and uh, we are coming up on our third anniversary in September, um, so we're closing out our third volume, actually, uh, this month with our 18th issue um, of the magazine. Uh, it's digital. It's not in print. A lot of people ask that. It's digital. You can access it on our website, www.nuboexposure.org. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter Um, I started New World Exposure because I wanted to just kind of encourage um, women. It started out trying to encourage young women, and then I realized, like, just women in general, because um, there are so many people who kind of put aside their own dreams and uh, desires because life happens. Um, So our goal is just, to encourage them and inspire them not to give up on their dreams, um, and to make those sacrifices that they need to make um, to make bold moves, to jump, um, as Steve Harvey might put it, um, and go for the gold. So,
3: so what? Um, uh, Lord, my mind went that quick. <laughs> what kind of what can people what can people expect or get from your from from your magazine?
7: Um, so it's uh, I, p- I put it in the category of a Christian lifestyle magazine. Um, but I mean, people who aren't Christian read it. Um, so we have
6: yeah.
7: some of everything in there from fashion, beauty, uh, finance. Actually, Kels is our finance writer. Um, and mm. uh, we have health from a medical standpoint, we have a doctor. That writes for us, and we have health from a physical fitness standpoint uh, we have somebody that's a trainer and a um, Chevy I, she presented during the um what was it like the three I i can't r but she R&R presented series. yes she presented during the r and r series um and then we have um, just some general lifestyle writers, some uh, people who write on um Mentoring or um, Just spiritual encouragement um, And then you will find Features in there for people who are uh, Entrepreneurs just starting out um, We have had Covers with uh, Tasha Page Lockhart and her mom Those are gospel singers um, And we have had uh, Fred Hammond's Daughter, Breanne Hammond Kirk Franklin's daughter Carrington uh, Naquasha that's her married name, and KCJ, um, mm-hmm. Kev on stage. He's getting really popular right now. Um, so just just about anything, actually. Um, the goal from the features is just to kind of let other people see that there are people out there who have been where they are trying to get to or, or have been where they are right now. Um, so this issue coming up, you'll see um, – we have a designer who is Latina from um, California and she grew up in the hood and now she designs for some uh, famous actresses and singers and um, wedding dresses for just about any, any A-lister that you can think of, especially in a Latina community. So um, Mm -hmm. it's just amazing like to meet all these people Talk to them, hear their stories, hear their testimonies, um, and just kind of get, give our readers, like, a glimpse of of what it's like for those people on a day-to-day and to realize, like, things don't just happen overnight. Um, that's the biggest thing that I take away when I interview these people is, like, their stories didn't happen overnight. Like, they put in blood, sweat, and tears working late nights or working two or three jobs and just doing whatever they can to make their dream work for them. And that's part of the, the thing that I want our readers to get is, like, it doesn't just happen overnight. You might see the success on social media, but behind the, what you see on social media is a lot of hard work and yeah. and fear. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah,
5: yeah.
4: very good. Um, what, you know, I can only imagine what you have to do on a quarterly, monthly, <laughs> weekly, daily basis. Um, and this might be a daunting question, but like what is your long term vision for Nouveau exposure? Like what are your what's your end game, your next step? Where where do you see this going for you and the magazine?
7: Um, so long term I
4: <laughs>
7: long term you want me to answer, or you want to
3: No, I was I was encouraging you to preach. Go ahead. Right. Oh,
7: okay. <laughs> Long term, um, I really want to be like on the same level as like Essence magazine, and um, you know, like they have Essence Fest. Like I want to get to the point where we have events. I want to get to the point where we have scholarships and interns, and um, I I just. I really want to see it, like, grow and become, like, this major organization and this staple. Um, so that's long-term. Uh, short-term, it's just, um, like, people know about it that know the writers. Um, but, I like, right now, like, my goal for the next year to two years is just to, like, hit the ground running, basically. So, like, I've kind of been, like, just in my own home area. Um, So now my goal is just to get out to more events, um, whether it be vending because we sell shirts um, or just um, getting my name out there as the face and the editor of the publication so that people can learn more about the publication itself um, and, but long term, like I none of our writers are paid. I want to be able to put people on salary and and compensate them for what they're doing and have interns for people who want to become writers or publishers or editors so that they can learn what it takes. All right,
4: doing it for the culture. I'm here for that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hmm.
4: All right. So, you have a I, I question? Was, well, I was gonna, um, yeah, I was gonna ask another question. I'm a mom and a wife, and I work as well, and I have my own business. And I know that what I have to go through is extreme to make sure that all of the balls stay in the air. How do you manage to do the magazine, the working mom, the wife, still find time for charades? Uh, I don't. Uh. <laughs>
7: I I just try really hard. <laughs> I just try really hard, and and believe it or not, people that I interview, they ask me that. Like they be like, "Wow, how do you do all of this?" And I'm like, "I don't I don't know. Um,
0: I have an amazing
7: husband. <laughs> I have an amazing husband and um amazing children. Like my my son last week, he was like, "Mom, aren't you supposed to be working on the magazine?" And I was like, "Wow, like he's like so used to me." having my phone, having my laptop in front of me, and he just kind of knows my pattern by now. And, yeah. um, like, we just, it's really just about scheduling. Like, we're in year three, and I, like, every once in a while, I have, like, this breakdown, like, oh, that's it. Maybe I need to quit because I can't balance everything. And then my husband comes up behind me and just kind of knows we're going to work on it, <laughs> we're going to get our schedule down, and, um. So like last night, I put up most of the things that you see on our page are really just like real life moments for me. So last night was like ton, um, tonight hard work or something like that will be will shine tomorrow because it's like there are some nights where I'm just like my eyes want to go to sleep, but my heart and my mind knows I need to come up with things to schedule on social media, or I need to work on an article, or I need to. Write my own article or I need to send out Interview requests um, And then at the same time it's like I need to make time for my kids I need to make time for my husband And I need to make time for myself So I'm still learning um, I'm really still learning And I and I realize When I'm actually interviewing people Who I feel like have made it in my own sense, have I feel like they've made it And they're explaining what their schedules are like I'm like wow you like you're still trying to figure it out just like I am. So um, yeah. my my advice for anybody else who's like, I want to be an entrepreneur, like you, just make sure you have an amazing support system. Like, I don't know what I would do without my husband. I don't know what I would do without my mother-in-law or uh, uh, even my pastor. Like, I do stuff for the church, and then he knows, like, when the issue is coming out, like, hey, if this is too much, just tell me because I can find somebody else to do it. Um, and that's important to me because, like, everybody could be pulling their strings and then it would really put more stress on me feeling like this isn't working, like this dream just isn't going to happen right now. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know how I do it. I, it just happens. I just do it.
1: Hey, Sharonda, this that's is really I wanted to an ask answer. you. Oh, i I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Look, you're doing this radio thing just fine now. (laughs) You're doing good, girl. (laughs) Hey, I wanted to ask you because I know know especially in today's times and technology, you know, everything is kind of like Internet-based, and that's kind of the big way to go paperless. I just kind of wondered kind of, you know, growing up, that kid kind of old school where you get like those, Ads in the in the mail where you can order all these different magazines and things. Are you ever thinking of having a hard copy version of it as well? Do you envision that in the future? Or are you just thinking internet based I, always, or do you?
7: I actually go back and forth probably every time I do an issue. Saying in my heart of hearts, like I I get old magazines to my house. Like I love picking it up and flipping through it and and touching the pages, and it's the same thing with a book. I don't read ebooks which is weird because I have a digital magazine, but, like, I actually like to go to the bookstore or go on Amazon and order a book and, and pick it up and hold it in my hand. So right. um, I really would like to do the print magazine, um, and believe it or not, when I talk to probably 35 and up, about new exposure, they're like, "Oh, how can I get a subscription to my house?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, right now, mm-hmm. it's on the website." Um, so I and that demographic is kind of not as
1: surprising, a, right?
7: Yes, it, it and mm-hmm. they they want a Mac, they want to hold it, and um, and so eventually, yes, hmm. I in the very near future, I do want it to also be in print. It might not be; it's expensive, um, and <laughs> But there are still those times when I go somewhere and someone wants to actually hold it and look at it versus pull it up on their phone or a tablet. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. eventually I would like it to be in print as well.
1: It's kind of like radio, even with magazines. It's kind of like that lost art, kind of like the communication, social media is taking over. I think it is an awesome idea if you do have that hard copy. Because think about it, you go to the beauty shop, you still will pick up that magazine they've had in there two years and just thumb through it while Mm you're waiting. You know, if your kids got a school project, they need to cut out things out of a magazine article. Nobody has a magazine to pull from now. I guess they just pull it off of Google now or whatever. But yeah, I think that's (laughs) awesome if you do move that way.
3: Oh my, What's up? Learned something new today. Um, (laughs) So, Sharonda, any last thoughts that you want to leave with our uh, audience about your magazine? Um Amy, don't you have a, a sale going on right now? Penny?
7: I have a sale going on right now. Um, 30% off with the sale code SUMMER. You just type it in at checkout. Um, so our shirts uh, normally range from $25 to $28 depending on the size, but with the 30% off sale code, it'll be like $17 or $18 starting price. Um, and that's on your whole purchase, and there's not a limit to how many times you can use the code. But the sale ends on July 31st, Um, and that was in honor of my birth. This is my birthday month. I turned 34 this month. So um, if you would like to check out our apparel, you go to our website and click on the Bow Believer Apparel, and we have some tees there for men and women. Um, And our issue, we'll start dropping our new articles. This weekend and next week um, And we do have some Write up on the Leandria Johnson uh, Videos From a couple of weeks ago So um, <laughs> Yeah just give us uh, Give us a click uh, Follow us on Instagram social, uh, Facebook, Twitter Your social handles Everything is at Newboy Exposure uh, And that's N is a Nancy O-U-V-E-A-U Exposure E-X-P-O-S-U-R-E
3: all right, thank you for coming. We appreciate you. You do a phenomenal job. Um, oh,
7: this was nerve-wracking, but thank you. Oh, but you did so good. You
3: did so good. <laughs> yeah,
5: you did, you did so great. great. <laughs> yeah, you'll be back. Don't worry. We'll
4: have you back. Yeah, <laughs> we appreciate
3: yeah. you, trying. And we look forward to we okay. look forward to um what you, to everything that you're doing. So keep up the good work. Thank you. You're
7: welcome.
3: All right, y'all. It is time to close out. So uh time for our yep. final words. So I am going to let our guest host tonight, Tasha, you go ahead and start us off with your final final uh, thoughts. Um
1: thank you. Well, first of all, let me say thanks for letting me be a guest on the show. Like I said, filling in for my sister from another mister. I'm happy to do it for any of you, but I'm I I'm appreciative to be here um uh, in a different fashion. Um uh, than normal, but this is the voice behind Mother Maybelline. I just want to tell everybody to have a phenomenal week. I do want to mention um, that if you do enjoy Mother Maybelline, you will have three opportunities in August to see her um, come shake a hand, fill a wig, get an autograph. I know you don't think you're going to need one. You better get one from me now. I'm just telling y'all. You better have me sign something right now.
5: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got. I've got... <laughs>
1: I've got three events coming up in August. Uh, I won't name all of them off, but we've got a, kind of a Women's Day Out event in Watonga. I believe it's like the, one of those Mondays. Uh, follow me on my page, Latasha Featherstone, on Facebook. I'll be announcing those dates. But I've got a comedy show one Saturday in August. It's actually a comedian. Uh, I think she's a uh, – uh, I don't know what type of comedian, but she's asking me to open up for her show. And then I've got a, a Women's Day on the 26th of August that I will be um, actually Maybelline will be their keynote speaker if y'all want to come out and get a little word. Mm. Um, that, and that's going to um, that should be a pretty good event. It's at um, Church Evan Church Evangelistic Baptist Church of Christ annual Women's Day program. Um, and then um, like I said, that event. So one opportunity in Watonga, two opportunities in Oklahoma City. Follow me on my page even if you're not my friend. You can follow me. I make all my Maybelline posts public so that you can see it. Um, so that you can get a chance to come out and experience that in real life. And, again, if you want to book me, I'm at Mother Maybelline Booking at Yahoo.com. Have a phenomenal week. And I know everybody says live their best life, but, like, really do that. Make it your best. All right. Kim.
4: All right. So um, it has been a while before I have dropped any Elegance by Design news, but um, I wanted to let you all know that on the Elegance by Design page, There is a video that was shared on yesterday, I believe, um, that shows the takedown of this here, awesome, fluffy fro right now. But if you scroll through the details of how I did this style and what I used, you will see there is a promo code there. That is take down T A K E D O W N that when you purchase a sexy shea butter, sexy shea and cocoa cooling custard duo, you save fifteen percent off of the total order. So you are winning and you can also have a fluffy fro or whatever you like. Um, if you use these two products, so again the code is take down T A K E D O W N, and you can visit Elegance by Design with a Z, that's D E Z I G N dot com, and uh, get your products. It's sexy Shea Butter and Sexy Shea and Cocoa Coiling Custard. Enjoy. All. all right. Have a great-
3: <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, again, we had a good show tonight. Like, it was real good. A lot of stuff, a lot of good conversation, a lot of good wisdom. Um, thanks, Thank you, Tasha, for uh, sitting in tonight. Thank you, Q, for, uh, for what you always do. I appreciate you. Um, and safe travels to Kels. Uh, we'll see you back next week. Um, I also want to say thank you to the leads. Man, that was that was absolutely good. phenomenal. Uh, the information so thank you all for for sharing with us and talking um tonight and for everybody who listened uh, on our lives whether you called in whether you listen to our lives um whether, whether you listen online whatever it was that you did we appreciate you for being here um so uh let's see other things tomorrow we've got the word on wednesday um with pastor verne so at seven o'clock um he starts bible study so make sure you tune in um if you, are, if you are an entrepreneur and you are looking to advertise, um, you can advertise with us here at Global Drive Network. So between our radio shows, our social media, and our magazine, uh, we have a wide reach that reaches almost across, um, across the world. So we have a package that will uh, be suitable for you. So you need to get with me today. Um, you can either inbox me, DM me, call me, email me at globaldriveradio at gmail.com. And um, we can set up a time to talk and get uh, your advertising, um, your advertising rolling. Um, as Sharonda said, if you have not checked out Nouveau Exposure, then you can do that. It's a free publication, um, so you can go to nouveauexposure.org and look at our articles. And then, as you're on there, make sure, as she said, you go to the Bold Movers, the Bold Apparel Store, and take advantage of the discount, or excuse me, on the sale right now on um, clothes. Uh, let's see. Also. If you are an artist, if you, are music, if you have music, um, we want to, um, like we did tonight, support what you do. So any um, – and it doesn't have to just be independent artists. If you are an uh, artist and you want us to play your music, submit it um, to GlobalDriveradio at gmail.com with the proper releases, and we will be more than happy to support your um, – support what you do. All genres are welcome. And just make sure that it's radio edited. Um, Again, all genres are welcome, um, but please make sure it is radio edited. So Uh, um, other than that, we want to definitely support your music, so please do that. Other than that, again, please don't forget, like I said earlier, about the Money Mentor um, free giveaway that we're having tonight. As Q said, make sure you get your Elegance by Design um, uh, stuff. Kel's has a sale right now on Curvy Kitten. Um, So she's got some new products and scavengers. Make sure you take advantage of that by going to um, check her out, the webpage out there. So other than that, have a good rest of your week. Um, We had a great show tonight. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Come back next Tuesday. And then definitely last but not least, hit the share button and let other people know about the show um, so we can continue to um, change a generation by raising the conversation. We appreciate you guys for being here. Have a good night and have a good rest of the week.
5: First, you say you're with me, and then you try to deep me. So I try to keep it low. When you knock me to the floor, cause I don't want you to. Would you believe this love is forever? And would you Yeah. Me
6: want to do love If you could just give it Would you just spend it And I'm still standing here First you say you're with me And then you try to get me So I try to
5: keep it low When you cut me to the floor Cause I don't want to cry no tears Would you believe this love Is forever fun? And would you...